0: Hello, and welcome to HEC MBA Talks, a podcast where we explore the different dimensions of the HEC MBA experience. I'm your host, Charlene, and today I have two special guests with me, Caroline and Svetlana. They are both MBA students, and they will be sharing their experiences as introverts in the MBA program. Welcome to the show, Caroline and Svetlana. Thanks for having
1: us. Hi, thank you.
0: So before we jump into the topic, can you please give me a brief introduction about yourself, like a bit about your background and why you decided to pursue an MBA? Maybe we can start with Caroline.
2: Yeah, um, so my name is Caroline, and I am a Canadian-American who is currently living in her sixth country at this point. I have worked in advertising for about four and a half years just across a lot of different clients, so technology, FMCG, media, entertainment, and gaming. And I wanted to move to France, and originally I had wanted to go into FMCG brand management and move back to Europe, but um, all of the brand manager roles had a lot of different titles like, oh, MBA or master's preferred, and I felt like, you know, that kind of made a natural transition, Um, so that's why I ended up deciding to come to HEC.
1: Svetlana, um, how about a bit about yourself? Uh, Well, I'm from St. Petersburg, which is in Russia. I have previous experience in corporate finance within uh, the oil and gas industry. Then I made a transition to management consulting. And uh, there my uh, primary focus was on transforming financial functions within large companies. I, together with the team, implemented processes such as budgeting, forecasting, investment portfolios and treasury management and so on. So, uh, but while I was working as consultant, I mostly worked again with oil and gas companies. I would like to broaden my industry exposure, so I came here to switch industries. This is my first goal. Uh, In addition, I'm keen to experience uh, some international exposure and become part of an an intercultural environment. So I'm here also to learn about how people from different cultural backgrounds think, walk and live. So this is a thrilling adventure to me.
0: Um, It's very nice getting to know you both, um, Caroline and Svetlana. So I've heard that introverts gain energy from spending time alone and the MBA program is filled with networking events, right? So we'd like to know what has been your approach, like individually um, towards networking events. So we start with Caroline again.
2: Oh, God, I think networking (laughs) events are just my worst nightmare, honestly. Um, So I think when we first came, for example, when we had that whole month and a half worth of, oh, you know, the same types of conversations. Hi, what's your name? Oh, where are you from? That kind of got really old really quickly. I think you guys are all like nodding right now. but. I think that was definitely just one of those things where I just felt so exhausted. I felt like I needed like a month to recover, you know, like post, um, you know, first month. But Mm -hmm. I think, you know, some things that kind of helped for some of those networking events was just that, okay, if I got to meet somebody and I remembered them, I would just you know, invite them out for coffee at the, you know, maybe at the Gustave or just going to the canteen for lunch. So then I, th- I don't think I get a lot of energy from hearing the same kind of superficial conversations when you first meet them, even though they are, uh, these kinds of conversations are really necessary. So I think just, you know, what kind of gave me a lot more energy was getting to know that person on a much deeper level. So that helped out a lot. Um, And I think I generally just feel pretty awkward, you know, when it comes to a professional networking event sense, because, um, you know, I feel like there's so many people clamoring everywhere. There's always like everybody's kind of fighting to, to talk over each other or get to talk to the recruiters. But Um, I kind of got this one piece of advice from TikTok, actually, where it was like that the person on TikTok was saying just think and emulate how a confident person would act or respond in that situation and try to channel that type of energy. Just think about you being the most confident person in the room and then just enter the room that way. And that kind of helps me propel my social energy to be able to talk in a confident way. Um, Like, so for example, like there's a lot of little things that people do, like laughter padding or just saying, um, or just nervously giggling. And I'm in my head, I always have that thought would a confident person do this? How would an extrovert person act in this sense?
0: That's really good advice, um, Caroline. I actually do feel the same way. I'm an extrovert, and I also feel the fatigue after, like, oh, yeah. That A exhausting. lot of like na- yeah, networking events. Um, how about you, Svetlana, um, can you tell us about your experiences?
1: Uh, well, uh, I liked uh, what you said about gaining energy. I think these are the keywords that differentiate introverts and extroverts. The main difference between uh, these two types is uh, just an opposite ways of gaining and spending energy, so while for extrovert social interactions. Uh, Social interaction is a key resource of energy. For introverts, it's a source of energy leaks. Um, But as humans, during the day, we are engaged in a number of different activities, and some of which are energizing and some of which are making us empty. Uh, For example, uh, after a long working day, I can feel empty even if I like my job. But it doesn't mean that I should quit my job. It's just a Mm -hmm. question of finding the right balance between work and uh, rest. And uh, my approach to networking is the same. I'm talking about professional networking events right now so it's like work to me for me of course the prospect of uh, meeting many new people at a time talking to them can be stressful and overwhelming it's not something i would choose to do if i couldn't do it or had some other ways to achieve my goals for example but i realize this is the way how the world works so and more moreover i can get some benefits from it for example The first benefit is to get some additional valuable information about the company, industry, or a position. Not to sell yourself, but... Uh, to check whether this company or position uh, is right for you or not, whether the company's corporate culture or working responsibilities align with your expectations or no. Companies are looking for someone to work for them just as we are searching for a job and uh, so we are equal there. You just need to find a match. So I think this approach helps helps me. (laughs) And second, it's How can we benefit from it? It's a way to establish credibility, I think. It's human nature to trust people we know personally or people our trusted contacts uh, know more than a total stranger. And even a brief conversation can already enhance your trustworthiness in the eyes of the person representing the company at the event. Uh, Of course, this is optional. There are chances um, of landing your dream job without participating in such events, but it definitely increases the odds. So why not to do it? And uh, when you are motivated enough, uh, for example, to find a job, and you know the rules of the game, like talking to people to increase your awareness and your credibility, so just go and do it. Uh, setting aside your frustration for a while. Uh, It's just a question, in my opinion, it's just a question of motivation and discipline. You will have rest and restore your energy resources later, but now it's time to work.
0: That's really great advice, and thank you both for sharing your experiences. And our next question is, what other advice do you have for introverts considering an MBA program?
2: Oh my gosh, I mean... I have to say that an MBA program, just first and foremost, is a social program. There's no getting around that. Um, I think, especially when we have classes all day, I will consistently just disappear during the lunch break because what I need to do is I always need to save space um, in the day just to make sure that I'm coming back to myself. So, you know, I will always like leave. Um, For example, I will always be disappearing, like I mentioned earlier, um, within the middle of the class, but if there is a full day full of social activity, like maybe I have multiple social engagements, the next day I will be a complete hermit. I will not exit my room, I will not see anybody, I will just sit in my room and recharge and that's something that I've found to be really helpful. Um, And then I think there's also just little things that I like to do on a day to day basis, like meditate or do yoga just to make sure that I feel grounded and centered within myself. Um, And then I think one thing that I was thinking about just between term one and term two when I was reflecting upon this was just that I had realized, at least in term one, that I was spending my energy in a lot in environments where I wasn't really able to bring my best self, Um, you know, a lot of loud parties where I couldn't really, nobody could hear me. I couldn't, I felt exhausted and things like that. And um, I started to realize that the places where I feel really good and really comfortable were just those smaller groups. Um, So I think I was just where we could actually have a conversation. We could actually hear each other. And, you know, that's kind of changed the way that I've interacted with people because I've just been hosting or inviting people to dinner parties um, where it's smaller like a four to six group um four to six person group or just going to museums um, by ourselves I think yeah I think it's just also okay to just say that you know your social battery is low and you need to recharge and that's completely okay
1: to say uh so going back to the professional networking events uh it's also the question how to do it because previously we discussed how to motivate yourself to do it but uh, really how to do it it's also a question and um, I know that for many introverts it's very difficult to make the first move to start a conversation with a stranger and I'm no exception. So the most obvious thing to do here is to do your homework, to do research on a company or a person. you are going to talk to and prepare questions you really want to be answered Uh, prepare your um, self-presentation pitch and when you are prepared um, just go there (laughs) and speak Mm -hmm. Uh, actually i have a hint Uh, for example you can find a more sociable partner who starts conversation or (laughs) join Mm -hmm. someone you know who has conversation with a person you want to talk to and uh, join this close circle of people and come to the talk with a relevant comment or question when it's relevant. So it worked for me. <laughs> as for personal side, another issue can be how to form a social circle of friends uh, here on campus. As far as I know, from books and articles, introverts prefer a narrow circle of uh, close friends and long-lasting relationships to short home contacts. Also, I can uh, confirm it. For example, I still have, still have friends from kindergarten, but they all stayed at home and I'm here alone, surrounded by strangers. <laughs> at first, there were strangers for the first months so i don't use networking events to for this purpose rather i make friends in the course of work while performing common tasks with a limited number of people and fortunately there are a lot of opportunities for teamwork at hsc Uh, for example i was part uh, of a great team uh, at a case competition i was invited to this team and found great people there i really enjoyed working with them so i hope you are friends now <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are also many opportunities in the studying process such as study groups and negasim in negasim and study groups i had amazing teams i'm lucky with teams here so people are nice here mostly <laughs> and my advo- advice um, in this regard would be um, try not to miss uh, such opportunities to spend time with a small group of people solving problems or performing um, some common activity.
0: Thank you for that. Okay, so our next question is, introversion is a spectrum, and not all introverts exhibit the same traits to the same degree. So could you talk about an introvert trait of yours that has been an asset in your previous job or during the MBA?
2: Caroline? Uh, That's a really good question. I think... Maybe in terms of introvert traits, the first one I would think of is that I think as you can tell what I'm doing right now is that I spend a lot of time thinking before I speak. So and just observing what's going on. So I think that's also helped me a lot just in terms of the MBA, but also just at work, because I worked in a client facing capacity. When I was thinking, because I think a lot more than before I speak, it helps me sound a lot more deliberate and "quote unquote" calm than I, I might actually feel. So I think that's also helped, especially in terms of high stakes situations when I actually feel really nervous, but my voice doesn't Seem to carry that same quality.
0: That's really good, Caroline. Um, I think everyone should, you know, like pause, like especially like when your mind is like running and you're like you have like racing thoughts. Like you should like take a pause and like actually like sort it out before you like before you speak. I mean, I, yeah. I know I talk a lot <laughs> and I should, I should learn from
2: you. Um, that's also another thing as well. It's like, I feel like my mind is racing all the time. And especially when it comes to things like this, where it's a little bit more spontaneous, it makes me nervous. But then I always ask, I, I think I prepare and then I over-prepare because so that also helps a lot um, sometimes. But I think that was like one thing I did, you know, I was like doing before all these like client facing engagements. And that that was also another big plus as well. Okay, now we want to hear from you, Svetlana.
1: Uh, Well, I think it's too early for me to share my MBA experience as I've been there only for three months. Uh, But I think I have some examples from my previous job experience. Uh, For example, one trait uh, that is commonly described in books (laughs) about introverts is an ability to listen. And um, this trade proved valuable to me in uh, a consulting project. Once my colleagues and I visited a company to pitch a new project, we had prepared a presentation on the scope of work uh, we thought would be useful based on preliminary conversations with the client. Uh, but during the meeting, it became clear that uh, we, hadn't, we, we had missed the mark. The client educated that our proposal didn't address their needs at all uh, but at the same time they couldn't articulate their needs so my colleagues continued insisting that our proposal was the right fit and it was like a conversation of the deaf oh, no. so <laughs> i listened to the client's concerns and uh, at some point i thought that i understood the problem And then I suggested changes to the scope of work at the meeting. Um, um, I changed the scope in a way that would address their pain points. uh, And surprisingly, the client agreed. And we solved the project. But it was a totally different project, not the one we um, we had initially proposed. So... uh, Also, the client insisted that I be involved in the project. And um, even afterwards, a year ago, uh, um, a year later, I think we had a different project with the same client, but um, his requirements were the same, me involved in the project. So this contributed a lot to my promotion.
0: Thank you for sharing again. Um, So in what ways has your leadership style been shaped by your introversion?
2: I mean, first off, I really liked what Svetlana said about listening. I think I can't say that, you know, I'm I'm a perfect leader or anything, but I just think about some of the qualities that I'd really like to emulate. Um, and then I think the first one is definitely just being able to listen and actively listen, especially when it comes to clients or just your team members. Um, I'm trying to think of a, a previous boss. Uh, this person was actually my first boss coming out of college And one thing that I had always admired about him is that how how calm he was Um, just he would make people feel really calm. And in every one on one, he would always be come across as really present and really well reflected. Um, And regardless of, you know, the position of that person, I was completely junior. I was the newest person on my team, and he still always made me feel completely comfortable to just come as I was, rather than me uh, having to pretend to be somebody that I wasn't, and I think that was when I started to really see the value of a leader who is quietly powerful um, because they are so grounded and at peace with themselves. And I, you know, I I hope that as a, as a future leader, that I'm able to affirm another person's light in the same way that he did, rather than having to be the center of attention that's really great um yeah I, I guess like everyone wants to be
0: like that kind of leader right um the one that inspires and I'm pretty sure that you do great after the NBA I mean even <laughs> even now like as the president of the wine spirits club
2: yeah, yeah hopefully
0: yeah. yeah we do love your event um Ooh, thanks uh, <laughs> how about you Svetlana
1: Uh, Well, I cannot say that my current experience allows me to talk about my leadership style. Rather, I'm in the process of building it. And that's partially what we are here on the MBA program for. So perhaps uh, the main contribution comes from the ability to reflect Uh, in a way that we all make mistakes but the key is how we respond to them and what we learn from them so self-analysis which is a distinctive feature of introverts in my opinion helps to link causes and effects identify not very successful patterns of behavior and uh, make some efforts to change them so this is in other words, um, it doesn't help to form a universal leadership style uh, for all time, but allows you to um, always remain like flexible or capable of change, I hope for, for the better. Or f- of self improvement, which is also relevant for a position of manager, and but the main risk here is to not to overdo it because uh, otherwise reflection can easily turn into a counterproductive self digging. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. You have to be like self aware, right? Yeah, like, and know like when it's like positive or like negative. Anyway, so. We'd also like to know, like, are there any misunderstandings or like inaccurate generalizations about being introverts? In your opinion, like, uh, are there like some, I don't know, um, misconceptions? I guess.
2: I think Svetlana's. We're like all looking at each other because there's so many misconceptions. But I think the first one is that an introvert is shy, quiet. They're awkward. They hate people you know, that kind of thing. Um, I've heard that a couple times because people will say, oh, you don't come across as an introvert because I'm not shy and I'm willing to make the first move in terms of reaching out and making a new connection. So that's
1: what I think is, yeah. the, biggest I <laughs> think this is the biggest misconception <laughs> as well. I totally agree with you. Uh, on my side, I can add that um, when I'm sitting alone somewhere, this doesn't mean at all that I'm afraid to approach someone. Uh, this probably means that I'm fine alone right now. I'm totally OK with it. And for example, if I don't raise my hand during a lecture, when Professor asks question, it's again doesn't mean that i don't have um, i mean it means that um, i don't have the habit of thinking out loud Mm -hmm. Uh, for some this is uh, in the order of things someone is able to generate ideas and express themselves in the process of interaction and discussion with others but i need time alone with myself to think about the idea before presenting it to the judgment of Mm -hmm. others and uh shyness has nothing to do with it it's it's just the way the brain works also i think uh, many people think that introverts uh love loneliness and i think also <laughs> I <don't> think so. <laughs> yeah we should separate loneliness and solitude and i think the solitude is the right word and uh it's true that sometimes we need it yeah being uh, alone
0: doesn't mean you're lonely Exactly. Yeah.
1: i love that just solitude instead of loneliness it's a way to recuperate Mm -hmm.
0: okay so what measures do you believe business schools and mba programs and like specifically could take to provide greater support for introverted students like yourselves and cultivate a more inclusive learning environment
1: i can start yeah Yeah, go for it (laughs) Uh, to be honest i don't think it's necessary to do anything special for introverts i heard that in the 1950s some American business schools, uh, particularly Harvard, had a policy that favored more active extroverted candidates over closed, introverted ones. But uh, things have changed a lot since then, and introverts have learned to pretend to be extroverts. Then life showed that uh, introverts can also be a good managers, and no one uh, uses such policy right now, I hope so. So I don't think there is any problem. This is not a disease. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! And by the way, the selection process at HSC I think is generally made for introverts because you have to write essays, and it's believed that introverts express their thoughts um, easier in writing than orally. And there are many writers among them. So personally, I really enjoyed the application process. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, I think I would agree to your with your point to a certain extent, like, you know, it's not realistic to just cater just to introverts because there will always be extroverts. And we love you, obviously. Um, We (laughs) love our fellow extroverts, (laughs) Charlene. (laughs) Um, I think, you know, if I could, though, I am not a fan of cold calling, but I don't think that's just an extrovert quality. I think that's probably also just an extrovert thing. Maybe if when it comes to some of those networking events, if it's if there is a way to maybe I think this could also just be more educational, but not just, you know, these huge collective groups of 50, 100 people networking events, but also small group like six, um, six to eight person group networking events as well, because that's Mm -hmm. also a valuable skill and more mindfulness. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe like we could incorporate like meditation.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know enjoy. we had one person in our cohort who did meditation. At I think we're yeah, we're all right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. So like, thank you, Svetlana. We really enjoyed your fun fact <laughs> <laughs> about like extroverts. But yeah. So thank you so much, Caroline and Svetlana, for sharing your experiences and advice with us today. It's been great having you on the show.
2: Thank you for having us. Thank you. It
1: was really a pleasure.